Yo, 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 y'all already know the voice, y'all know who it is. It is the bearded one, Sam Williams, better known as Journalism's Heartthrob. I got it right on the first try, the first so motherfucking try. You. And of course, sitting with me is the beautiful, the lovely, my favorite co-host and yours for most of y'all. Most of y'all, because <laughs> it used to be just some of y'all, but now it's most of y'all. We trying to get as close to 100% as possible. Are we, or are you? I'm already at 100%. I, you know, you. I don't have a problem with people not. Anyway, we're not going to go there. What's good for, what's we're good not going to go there. It's good for you. It's good for us. It's good for the goddamn beers and white toes. And so then everybody loves you. So then I'm straight. You know, I'm usually the bad guy. It's okay. Hey, bad guy. It's anyway, okay. And of course, <laughs> we have our furry friend with this cooling out in his... Yeah. He under, he under my feet. I guess I don't know. Yeah, no. Nah, Sam traumatized this poor dog because he was just fussing oh. at him for no reason. Hey, let me see the dog, y'all. Nah, listen, because Peter, somebody from Peter might be listening. I said fussing, not abusing, not yelling. Look, verbal. It was getting. It was almost at the level of verbal. Now nah, he cooling right now, Asia. I'm gonna leave him right where he at. <laughs> okay, you right. That's how my dog is. I'm not about to even say his name. Nope. <laughs> Let me go. go ahead and do it. Okay. So because Sam never even really finished introducing me. He just kind of went off into this whole thing. Come on, man. Anyway, so since I have to introduce myself tonight, it is what it is, rudeness. I know your mama raised you better. Um, it's me, Miss Kimberly with a Y. The light toes, my toes stay light, and I do what I want. And right now, oh, Sam you sure enough does not understand that I want to bother him because he's been bothering me. Anywho. <laughs> yes with a why um so we're not alone tonight clearly obviously i'm sure you've already heard so i'm gonna introduce our guest tonight because yo when i say this is one of my mf and sisters this is one of my mf and sisters this is one of my bride or dies um, you got a lot of sisters i know and this is let me see let me see my number 49 you this is my okay. number 49. Period. And, um, I'm going to go ahead and do a quick now. <laughs> having done that. Real close before, to the microphone. <laughs> before I introduce her. Well, you know what? Before I introduce her, after we just did that, we have to make it clear that the thoughts, opinions, ideas, and words of this podcast are our own and are not in any affiliation with our sorority. Now. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Try to keep my letters, period. That part, long to <laughs> Um, But tonight, my sister, Asia, is with us. Asia, what's up? Say hello to the good people out there. Hello, good people of the Beard and White Toenails podcast. Oh, girl. My name is you're Asia. Messing you're messing up. What? Ain't what no nails. Say? Beards and white toes. Ain't no nails. Oh, white toes? It's just white toes. Beard and white toes. Excuse me. Edit it out. We're going to edit it out. We're going to edit it out. <laughs> I still love you. I, listen, we. I, I believe in y'all. I believe y'all going to have the budget <laughs> to edit this out. <laughs> Ooh, from your mouth to our pockets. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, God. That's, that's how it works. You're going to have enough money to do that. You got it. That I believe in you. We received it. <laughs> All right. Um. So... Sam, you yes. want to go here? You can take it back now. I have to do this. No, nah, you got you got the momentum, so you can go ahead and I don't know you. Because uh, Sam was like half falling asleep on me over here. Listen, 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 okay? See, I can't tell all of our um, business, but I can tell you mine. So no, oh, you, yours <laughs> translates to ours, so some stuff you... Okay, go ahead, whatever. I've had fun. Anyway, <laughs> Kim, okay. let's just get into the topic. Go ahead and do what you do. Go ahead. Okay, so um, the topic tonight is the single struggle. Oh, um, man, Ooh, baby, right? So, man, and, and I, I, I have to. Everybody knows I love Sam. I don't make it. I don't hide it. But I'm a little upset because. I About. it was supposed to be four of us. Yeah, I was, okay. I was okay. I was getting excited that it was gonna be like like this is the beard and white toes 
co-hosts and then me and some other random guy we was about to be having a conversation however the show will but it's okay because okay, sam got it covered right Oh, he, he, oh, and he ready. I'm like definitely fueling his fire at this point. I'm going to tell y'all. <laughs> I ain't talking about just the two that's on the show. I'm talking about all y'all in Apple World, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Hey, listen, mind your business. It's about to get real thick in this, uh, with this conversation because I got a lot to say. And I'm going to definitely speak for a lot of these men that's out here. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's all right. It's okay. Okay. So Asia, what is the longest you've ever been single? Um, I'd say the longest that I've ever been single was probably this past year-ish. Well, about two years, about two years, I'd say that, which was like, this past two years I would say so yeah um definitely interesting to say the least but you know we'll get into that go on get into it what's that what, what was that single life like like I mean why were you single because you know I'm sorry mm. you, know, I, you know I don't care I'm all in your business this is that's you know, a great question okay so why, why was I single what's that life like Okay, so let me tell you, I, before I get into why I was single, I am very much so what you would consider a, I used to consider myself a serial dater, like, okay, okay, I'm with you, oh, it's not working, okay, I'm single for like six months, okay, now I'm with this other guy, okay, not working, all right, now I'm with this other person, you know, and so I definitely think it has something to do with my, um, astrological placements but I like to blame stuff on that so it it is just me it's just like <laughs> I'm like okay I'm looking for love type of person and if it don't work out with you baby it's more fish out it's here don't work with okay? somebody. so it's gonna work with somebody somebody I'm somebody's cup of tea okay hot cold somebody's ice to, uh Hennessy girl tequila okay margarita i'm somebody's margarita jalapeno to be exact but anyway so um but this last go round of me being single um so i started falling into a series of situationships that were very unhealthy for me i don't do well in situationships um i need defined roles um for me sometimes it works for other people some people like to live their life without labels I am not one of those um, people, okay? I need, you my boyfriend. You need, we need to talk, we need to talk about it because I'm over here too much, you know? <laughs> or, you know, like, I I need that. I need that reassurance. Also, words of affirmation is one of my love languages. So affirming that I'm like, hey, this is a defined thing that works, that works for me. So, Anyway, long story short, I was in a series of situationships and the last situationship I was in was with a guy who was 10 years my senior. So at the time I was 25, I'm 27. Yeah. So at the time I was 25 and he was 35. And so I'm thinking, oh, he older, you know, he gonna have it together. He got a a good job at O'Hare, you know, he worked for the airline. That don't mean... He was trash just like that airline, but I'm not going to call the airline out, honey. I'm not going to call the airline out because I do got some points, but I was going to say, say and and don't name drop sis, because I know you, you get, we be like, hey, and we, it'll be tunnel vision and it's like, we having a conversation. Yes. I'm a key. I'm a, you know, the, the record is on, I see it in the little corner here. So I'm a just, I'm a keep it real private on the names, but, um, yeah, so it it just didn't really work out well and he ghosted me. And so that was the first time that I had been ghosted and, but I had ghosted before. So I kind of got a taste of my own medicine and Uh honey, I didn't like it. I hated it. (laughs) It I was was like, this is, oh, it was bitter. It was nasty. (laughs) It caused me so much anxiety. I was like, (gasps) Girl, I'll never forget. I was at Thanksgiving in Georgia visiting my family and I had so much anxiety 
mind you, I was, okay, let me give you the tea. So I was already in a previous situation where it wasn't working out with the guy. Kim knows which guy I'm talking about. And so then I started dealing with this other guy that was like 10 years older than me. And I was going to his house, cooking him food, driving all over the place, doing too much. And then he, we were supposed to go to a PJ Morton concert. Oh, I love PJ. Shout out to PJ. I love him. So much. <laughs> but we were supposed to go to a PJ Morton concert and he stood me up day of, and that was like my turn to purchase the tickets like for our date like we would switch off like you pay for a date I pay for a date it was cool I was cool with that but girl he stood me up and I didn't hear from him for two weeks and then on Thanksgiving he was like I hope you enjoyed Thanksgiving with your family <laughs> girl I almost texted him back I hope you died I was hoping you died <laughs> <laughs> Like, that sound like some shit I do. I was, I was like, is he serious right now? Mind you, I was getting closer to the other guy that I was in like this long-term situation ship with that hey. lived in Georgia. And we hung out and y'all, I kid you not. How is this PG 13 or is this rated R? Like, are we going say what you say? Do what you do. Long story short, me and the guy that lived in Georgia, you know, this is our first time having intercourse okay i've been singing that song time. for like an hour i'm sorry <laughs> so this is our first time having intercourse and afterwards i felt so guilty about the fact that this guy had ghosted me and i was supposed to be committed to this guy even though it was a situation ship and now there's another guy that I feel so much more like comfortable with. And I have this intimate moment with him and y'all, I started crying. The most embarrassing, oh my God, I was so embarrassed to the point where I was like, baby, I gotta get it together. So I got me a therapist, honey. Ooh, gee. And I was like, it's time to focus on me. And then I started focusing on me and the pandemic hit, bam. And I just was like, I'm not date. I'm not going to be in a relationship in 2020. I'm not doing it. So, um, cause technically me like being in 2019, I wasn't in any relationship. I was in situationships. Um, I had a boyfriend for like two months in, from like February to April of 2019. And we broke up and that was a good decision. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah. wait, let me Asia. I apologize. I'm sorry. Asia can see us, y'all can't. Asia knows that I can't keep it together. I'm not serious, like, but whole time Asia is talking, I'm over here having a ball because, yes, I'm sitting between the two of you. So, yeah, y'all, this Explain is the dynamic. Asia. What's going yeah. on, Matt? Yeah, Man, look, if y'all ain't the same whole time you talking, I'm pointing at him. Whole time yeah, you so covered his face. But Sam is a Libra. You're a Libra, right? I'm yes. Yes, exactly. You I'm a Libra rising, so it kind of makes sense why we would be doing something. What shit. what I'm not gonna deal with. <laughs> what I'm not also first of all, Kim. Also, Kim is a is a Gemini, right? I'm not going to take over this podcast, but real quick, Kim is a Gemini, but she's a Sag moon. I'm a Sagittarius sun, Sagittarius moon, Libra rising. So at this point, this is just like going to be an awesome podcast because we all are just going to click, you know, Kim and Sam are both air signs. It works, baby. It works. So. That's why my ass yes. floating right goddamn now. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> But, okay. but yes, okay. I'm sorry. So we started it, and you um, you wanted to say something. Yes, I. You know what? <laughs> I don't think we need to go any further. If this is going to be the end of the Beers and White Toast podcast forever, I'm going to take me a Martin Light hiatus, and I'm going to come back and run the street. 
Brother Shaquille's sunflower because I really felt he felt attacked man, and seen and put on blast. I felt Ooh. like the spotlight was on my goofy ass. Go ahead. He is sweating because the whole time I'm sitting here like I'm telling him like that sounds so familiar. It sounds mm. very identical. Very identical. I'm glad I can relate to somebody because I thought I was out here floating by myself. Oh man, I could have like, told you, girl. Cooking, I was cooking for this man. Excuse me, I have to, <laughs> I have to keep my. All right, we about to end this show right fucking now. Um, Asian, listen. I don't know, baby. We here now. No, we here now. Uh-uh, don't touch this. Stop the ride, man. Stop the ride. <laughs> Oh, you own it now. I just hope you got your seatbelt on tight. Because you know I'm going to have fun and I'm going in. In the words of my man Trey from Boys in the Hood, let me out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead, Asian. You know, I'm going to come back yes. to Sam. I'm going to give Sam a moment to compose himself because he needs it. Go ahead, Asian. Yes. We're going to gain our composure, everyone. And then, you know, but keep listening. Nah, man, y'all but, um, yeah, so I was technically single for over two years or two years over two years I can't do the math but um and it's too late to be mathing it's after it's after five but um so yeah 2020 I was just like I had already like told myself I wasn't going to be trying to get into a relationship I was going to try and focus on myself and I was going to actively date that was my plan and then the pandemic hit and I was like how am I going to actively date? But I still figured it out. Might not be the best thing to tell people that I was dating during a pandemic, but um, it, it wasn't online dating. I would just say that. I did online date for like a little bit, but it wasn't working. I was talking to this guy who was really boring. Um, and then that was it for that. So I, you know, I would date here, date there, talk to a few guys. Um, and there was one guy that I would see every time he came into town. Um, super cool. We're still cool. We're friends. Um, but then like, there was another guy that I was like actively dating. Um, didn't really work out there. And, um, but more so because I just didn't see myself with him long-term. And so I, my journey with my therapist and like also just going through a culmination of things during 2020, like I lost my job, you know, the whole pandemic situation, baby, we all traumatized from the pandemic. Um, but I was planning on moving out of my mother's home. Ooh, child. So um, I was able to do all of those things as far as like move out. I got a new job. Um, I moved to a new city. I say, so man, a lot of out. You left the state on me. Yeah, I moved from <laughs> Illinois people to, you guessed it, Omaha, Nebraska. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. Hey, I was, shout out, hey hold on real quick. <laughs> shout out to Nebraska. Shout out to Omaha, man. Because, you know, that's where they set up shop at in Bellum. That's the only time. Oh you ever yeah. Hear about, the only time you ever hear about Omaha. That's what Mark got killed. Pew pew pew. Omaha. Um, but no. Uh, oh, and Malcolm X is from here too. He's from here, and then yeah, he is. Grew up somewhere else though, but he's from here. Um, but yeah. So you know, definitely, I think the reason why I actively stayed single um, to wrap it up because I can be talking for a long time is because yes because I knew that there was it was like something's the common denominator why these relationships aren't working out when I'm in a relationship why these situationships are not turning into a relationship and it was me obviously like I was the big fat elephant in the room and so I had to literally sit with myself and say, okay, what do you do that like isn't conducive to a relationship? And what I pinpointed is that, um, okay, here's my theory, y'all. Y'all ready? So you 
you two, myself, we grew up in the Disney era, what I call the Disney era. So all these Disney princess, I should say Disney princess era. So all these Disney princess movies came out, all of these magazines in the 90s, early 2000s used to talk about, even in the 80s, used to talk about finding your prince charming, finding the one for you. You can fall in love at like fall in love at first sight. And so when you do that, specifically for women, I feel like you dehumanize the man in a way that you're putting him up on a pedestal that is not realistic. So like, I'm thinking you my Prince Charming, but baby, you are just, you're a man. I'm Like, I'm a woman, you're a man, and we're all learning and growing. And so I wasn't allowing him to make a mistake, basically. So I want, I was making tons of mistakes in a relationship, but I wasn't allowing nobody else to make a mistake. So, or like be human, basically. So when I started looking at things as far as like, okay, I want a friendship out of a relationship. <laughs> Y'all, I'm cackling because he's literally <laughs> pointing at Sam right now. Like, if you could see because this Do you recording. see how he's, like, hiding? He is covering his face? No, man, let her finish because I got, I'm ready. Come on, come on. He said, I'm ready. Yeah, Archie, so, but yeah. get your ass up here, assume your position on the couch because this is about to get real thick in a minute. Continue. <laughs> so, yeah, so long story short, you know, like, I just started trying to be more like empathetic and like cognizant of, hey, okay, you can't have these super, like you should have high expectations, but your high, your high expectations should be attainable. Like, um, and also I was tired of dealing with guys that felt like, you know, they could deal with me and like walk away basically. So that was like, I learned, okay, I want a friendship in a relationship. I don't want to just be your girlfriend. Like I want to be your friend. Um, I learned that I have a sharp tongue, baby. Like what they say in the Bible, you got a sharp tongue. That mean you will curse somebody out. That's what that mean. Okay. So I learned like, okay, Asia, like bring it down. And I still struggle. Trust me. What's today? December 7th. Listen, I struggled two days ago. That's why my week is a nut show. But anyway, um, so yeah, um, I realized that I had some work that I needed to do and that relate, nothing's going to be easy. Relationships are hard too. So now that I'm ready to be in one, um, I'm like gearing up to understand that I'm human and so is he. And if we want to like grow and build together, then I have to allow him to also grow just like how I'm growing too. And I wasn't doing that in the past. I was like, you should already have it together. But baby, I ain't had nothing together. So how could I say that he had to have it together when I literally had zilch? I was still at my mama house talking about you need to have it together. Child, get out of here. Bye. Bye. So yeah, that's my spiel. That's I'm off my soapbox now. But yes. So <laughs> yeah, I mm, okay. Um you said relationships are hard. Mm. I agree, but to a certain extent. Because you know me, the whole way I think about it is everything is literally only as hard as you make it. I will mm. say that they are work. And if you're not willing to put in that work, then yes, it can become difficult. It can become hard. And maybe that's, you know, why I'm still single. You know, I've, I've not, I've not hidden it before. I've been single for um, seven years, situationships here and there, but nothing that I actually coined an actual relationship. Um, right. And I think it's, it's just like, if you're not willing to not only put in the work in that relationship, but as well as with yourself, um, it's going to be hard. And I just feel like me, if, if it's that hard, then maybe that's not it. Because my actual like, love is not hard. The work right. is difficult. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what I'm saying? It's those days where, you know what? You done pissed me off. I can't stand you. I want to try to run you over with my car type stuff. But I'm still going to make sure you're straight. I'm still going to at least text you. Good morning. Are you okay? Did you eat? Mm-hmm. Did you, you know, whatever. Because of the simple fact that for me, I'm still, no matter what, you know, I'm very, um, I'm going to say sentimental for lack of better words, but I'm also, I'm very big on just letting this person, letting a person know. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's like, and you, you know how I think. I never want our last conversation or I never want, I don't want to go to bed mad, basically, because you don't know if you're going to wake up. You don't know if that next second is promised. So while I may get upset, I'm more so like, hey, we need to fix this because I don't like mm-hmm. that because you never know if that's your last conversation or not. And yeah. so I'm being, you know, and in addition to that, I'm a communicator. So yeah. I'll give you your time. I'll give you your meaning. But best believe we're going to talk about this. We're going to fix it. And if if I decide that, hey, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to fix it. And I don't mean after a minute. I just mean that I'm that I'm done. Then at that point, I'm done. You know, it's it's what? I have a question. And then you can get back to saying, how long is a minute? Because there are a lot of people who are not as communicative as you and I. And so so y'all like how I use that word. Um, But yes. So like how long is a minute when you say like, say for instance, you get into an argument and you know, y'all need some space and I'm gonna just put it out there. I'm a clingy person. Like if I'm in a, now listen, if I'm in a relationship with you, Yes, if I'm in a relationship with you, I use the term like I want to be in your skin. Like I want to be with you all the time. And maybe not all the time. Sometimes I'm like, okay, get away. But um it's rare, especially because like I just like being around that person, you know? Like you my friend, you're my lover, you're all this other stuff. But how long should you give a person like when you're after you had an argument or something. And that's, it's like, a fine line. It's, you know, because it depends on the person. So yeah. some people, you know, I have come in contact with some people who are like, they're like me. Like, no, you know what? We finna discuss this now. Like we're not even getting off this phone or we're not leaving this room until we situate this now. Um, mm-hmm. There are some people who it may take them a little bit longer. It may, they may need a whole day. Some people may need an hour. It just really, you have to know who, with whom you're dealing and their quirks Mm -hmm. and their ways. And, you know, um, and because I've said this on this show before, when I am in a relationship and we're living together, we're in the same space. Okay. You go ahead and take your meeting. You can go in the garage. You can go in the other room. You can go to the other side of the couch. I don't care. But one thing, I don't want you leaving this house upset. I will mm-hmm. shut up. I will stop talking to you. I will let you. Ha- I will let you have your mini. And sometimes, you know, it's like I need a minute to cool off. I need to burn this energy. But I just don't want him leaving upset because again. Who knows if that's the very last time. And I don't ever want it to be like that, especially if it's someone I love. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it just really depends on the person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've read so many stories and I know it's like, girl, stop. Like you was talking about living in the Disney princess era. Well, you know, you, we read stuff. You know, I'm reading, I read everything. And I have mm-hmm. read so many horror stories about like, yo, um, they were mad and she got in her car and she left and then got into an accident mm-hmm. because she was so upset or whatever. And yeah, let me throw this out. I know we are talking about romantic relationships, but let's be clear. This goes for platonic friendships as well. This goes for familiar relationships. Um, for example, I get on Sam's nerves regularly 
and her usual her usual like it's just you know he's he's I get on his nerves but Uh I know Uh when to stop (laughs) and at the same time like he's one of those people it may take him depending on how far I go depending on what I do it may take him (laughs) a day or so to get back in tune with me and Uh I've learned I like Uh I'll still say hey you straight good morning whatever and then at that point I leave him alone I give him his face because I know that that's what he needs because here's how this is going to work if he responds to me and it's all these dry text messages or you know whatever then I'm gonna be mad well I've mm-hmm. already made you mad so both of us ain't gotta be mad right he's sick of me right now okay um I remember one time I took it too far and mm. I do, I, I can kind of go a little bit far. And it was to the point, okay. it, it is what it is. To know me is to love me. <laughs> um, I took, I took it too far. It was to the, the point where we were supposed to record and he, <laughs> he sent me a message like, yeah, we'll record tomorrow. We need some space. <laughs> Okay, good job, Sam. You said, "Listen, I ain't recording with you today. I need to take a minute." But, <laughs> but you know what? It was at that point too. I realized I went too far. I had to call him, but whole time I said what I had to say and then left it alone because I knew mm-hmm. me steady pushing him was gonna make it worse. Some people is not like that. Some people, like I said, mm-hmm. are like me, and they want to get it rectified as soon as possible. So a minute right. is relevant to whom, to whoever it is that you're dealing with in that moment. Right, right. Um, right. And it's just about knowing who you're dealing with. Do you want to say something, Sam? We've been kind of yeah, dominating. Yeah, and Sam this was familiar shaking his territory head. territory when it comes to women. Y'all do a lot of dominating. Not all the time. Not everybody. Y'all don't dominate. Not when it counts. Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I'm sitting here just listening to y'all stories, and you know what? Everything that y'all saying is ideal, but man, that shit is not realistic. What's not? As far as what? You know, the both. You, hold on. <laughs> so, I'm trying to get my thoughts together right now because yeah. my nigga downstairs is kicking it hard as a bitch on a Tuesday. Like, well, we can't, I can't hear hurts. them. I have Hispanic neighbors. I ain't really too fond of, but whatever. But listen, Sam. it feels like, nah, it ain't got nothing to do with race, with race. ethnic background, none of that. You just don't that. like them. These most ignorant. They are they no. Okay. Listen, I'm the only well, white person on my block. And I have no problem with oh, that. Oh, you stay. Where you stay? By, uh, I'm by I'll text you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. by the airport. By the airport. But I'm cool over here. And it's and I'm fine. It's yeah. just that I have I've had terrible black neighbors. Shit. I've had yeah. terrible oh, yeah. neighbors. These I'm pretty sure my new neighbors are tired of me because I talk all the time and our walls are very thin. So well, man, um, listen, I, I know can they feel can hear the music. Listen, I can feel the music on my feet. But anyway. You know, like I was saying, it's like, you know, everything that you two have been saying in regards to how you all, you know, carry yourselves, that's that's what most men want. However, it ain't many of y'all out here like that. It's refreshing to hear when a woman says she knows what she wants and she's solid on that. What fucking sucks is when they tell you that this is what they want. And then all of a sudden, them feet get super cold. And now you sitting out here in limbo. You know, I've been single since August of last year. So um, kind of like you, Asia, I've been involved in a couple of situationships. I've dealt with somebody for about- Serial dating. Yeah, I, I was doing that shit too. Serial dating, mm-hmm. trying to, you know, I think my situation was, I'm just trying to f- find a place of belonging you know what mm, i'm saying same you know yeah but at the end of the day you know i've been consistently single since like really like may june you know what i'm saying but throughout the summer and even up till now you know i'm not as 
active, I guess you can say, as I was probably in the first six months. Well, I'm sorry, what did I say? You said 2020, and I'm like, it was 2019. Yeah. No, nah, well, okay, I've been single since August of 2020. Okay. Mm, okay. So it's been. I've been single. Some change. Okay, I, I'm out here. <laughs> okay. I'm out here with nobody. Okay. You out here on your lonesome. Oh yeah. Okay. But anyway, all right, hush. <laughs> Shit. Um. No, listen. So, you know, in the in the midst of me dating, you know, I've had some situations where it was very seemed very very promising, and then I had some mm-hmm. where this shit just shouldn't have even left the damn gate, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there was something that was kind of in between. And so I'm kind of at this stage right now where I'm, I'm not going to say I've given up for a while, but I'm just not as active. I don't have as much. I don't really have much interest because I can meet a woman like you. Or I can meet a woman like Kim or somebody like that. And they'll say all those same things. And all of a sudden, see, my, see, my anxiety comes from, you know, when is this shit going to come to an end? And if it mm. does, you know, when is this going to end? Because it just seems like the type of women that are out here, most of the women that are out here have some really, really hurt feelings that they can't get over. And the problem with that is they bring that shit to the next guy. Now, I'm here to speak for most men because a lot of, you know, you got some men that don't give a fuck. They'll just figure the shit out. And if they don't, then they'll just move to the next one. Me, on the other hand, you know, we not the one that hurts you. You feel me? Like, one thing my mom taught me was that you give people a chance. Okay? Mm-hmm. Always, you know, give people a chance. And that may be something that I've taken to heart to a fault. Mm-hmm. But, in, you know, but in addition to that, you know, where it's been... Uh, you know, it's been helpful. It's also been a huge hindrance because yeah. sometimes I don't recognize red flags right away. They look like he think he had a carnival. I'm, I'm colorblind in real life. So <laughs> that. What? So that red flag, that red flag may be orange. I wouldn't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm just shit. I'm just I'm just rolling with it. You feel me? But right, right. But seriously though, like you know, you you're trying to maneuver into this person's heart by cutting trying to help them cut out the bullshit i you know i liken it to basically restoring their value you know mm-hmm. a lot of women who've been hurt their value in a sense has been diminished whether it's been diminished because you know they were told they weren't told that they were pretty they were always mm-hmm. talking you know things were always real murky in a relationship they had no voice, whatever the case, there's so many different factors that go into each different, each woman's life story. You know what I'm saying? You got women out here. Hey, shut up, man. We recording, man. My dog ain't over here barking. Get your dog in tune. He's a puppy. Her dog is a baby. Oh, he's a baby. Okay, well, Archie, he ain't no baby. No. He he's a terrorist. That's right. Don't say that. <laughs> but anyway. But anyway, um, you know, God damn it. I got everything going off. We got the dog going off. I got Siri asking me questions. The music playing. I'm still listening. I'm just muting myself so he doesn't no, bark again. But no, nah, it's cool. Nah, so you know, let me get back into my thought. Basically, you just have too many women out here that are hurt and they can't figure that shit out, you know, and they jump into situations with men and the man that they're courting, that's courting them has to suffer through this. Not necessarily in a way of suffering in a bad way, but you know, a guy like me wants to listen to what you gotta say. If you need the opportunity to vent and get some shit off your chest, if you feel comfortable enough to make me a safe space, then I'ma listen. But it's only so many stories I'ma listen to. Because at some point, I'm going to have to say, look, the things you got on your heart, I can't sit here and listen to on my couch. You need to be on somebody else's. You know what I'm saying? Because there's levels to hurt. 
there's, you know, I've been hurt and I've been in a relationship with some with somebody for so long that I got 15 years of pain built up. I can't fix 15 years of, of pain in, in, in 90 days. That shit's not going to happen. But then you got some women who, you know, they have some mild shit happen to them, but they're ready to jump into, they're ready to, you know, see what's out there and give out some fair, you know, give a fair shake. It's the ones in the middle that bother me because they're the ones whose energy is always off balance. You know, they say they're healed. They say they've moved on, but they can't let go of their hurt and they continuously bring that hurt into the next situation. So I'm right now, I'm the situation. and I'm the one that's got to deal with this. Now, going back to what I said about seeing the best in people and trying to, you know, look past certain things, that's where I become too sympathetic. And I stay too long and I mess around and I possibly miss my beat with somebody else. But I just feel like that's the hardest thing most men have to go through when they're trying to, you know, when they're trying to date is that we have to sift through that bullshit that you got tucked away in your heart that for some reason you're hoarding this shit. You won't let it go. So Mm. now I have to sit here and I have to try to, you know, remove the junk. And I feel like I'm doing it in the dark. You know, and then you try to sit here and you try to fix things and it's like, oh, no, no, don't touch that. No, this, this, don't, don't mess with this. This is, this is, you know, we got certain kind of memories with that, you know, or, you know, something else my mom told me in that same breath of talking about the heart, you know, you always try to find, you always try, you know, let me, let me start this thought over because I want to make it make sense. One thing my mom always taught me is that no matter how brokenhearted a person can be, if the heart still works, there's still some good left in it, okay? Mm-hmm. When you deal with a woman who's seemingly lost her value, who feels like her worth has been diminished, it's unfortunately our responsibility because something I've learned over a course of time is that nobody can make you happy but people can pull out the best qualities in you and show you who you really are. So when you're sitting here, you're making that concerted effort to do that and you feel like it's falling on deaf ears, well, that's when I start to wonder, well, what the fuck is wrong with me? You know what I'm saying? That part. That part. Because what I was about to say is um, actually a couple of things. So I agree wholeheartedly. People deserve chances. You know what I'm saying? Everybody makes mistakes. Shit happens, right? Mm -hmm. However, how many chances do you have to give somebody? You know what I'm saying? Before we start to take accountability, because before it, it basically turns into that whole, well, what's wrong with me? Had you, like, there's no accountability on the part of self. Okay, I didn't give you a chance. Okay, I'm gonna give you another chance. We didn't talked about it. I didn't show you what I need. I showed you what I needed. I didn't, I've done what I can do, but now it's up to you to want to, again, put in that work. I understand you're hurt, but we all have some type of hurt and it's not to devalue or diminish or downplay anybody else's hurt. But what I'm saying is how many chances do we give somebody to allow them to project their hurt onto us? And you Mm -hmm. said like, um, you know, uh, it was their bullshit. Like some people like bullshit. It goes back to what we always, what Sam always says about peace. Peace looks different for everybody. And for some people, their peace is chaos. It's the same thing yeah. with this. Some people like the BS. Some people like the victim mentality. You know what I'm saying? And I understand that there are people who are in different walks of life and who literally are just not in a place to receive somebody right. uplifting them somebody you know but at some point they have to say this is not what i want anymore i'm I, you know everybody is telling me this this is i have to change my mind you can't i get it you know depression is real i haven't been there but it took me to say this is not what i want anymore i don't mm-hmm. want to feel like this i don't want to keep pushing these people away i don't want to keep being the hurt person that's hurting good people so mm-hmm. like how many chances like you are asking me what's the minute 
how many chances are too many chances? And you said, Sam, that these men have to suffer through it. No, you don't have to suffer through it. You choose to, which again is accountability. And at the same token, I get it. You want to give this person a chance. You may be feeling this person, these people, whatever the case may be, but it's like you keep touching this stove and I keep telling you it's hot, it's hot, it's hot. And you keep touching it every time. Eventually your hand is going to come up raw. You know what I'm saying? Because, hey, you've seen, and I, the flags may be orange. <laughs> you may think, you know, whatever, but like how, how, how long are you going to ultimately, and not at first, not initially, but ultimately sacrifice yourself for someone else who does not want to be saved? Um, and you said about being a safe space. It's a difference between being a listening ear, being a safe space, and then you messing up your energy and your moods and everything because like you said you stay too long or hey this is beyond what I can do you need to be on somebody's couch then at that point you're diminishing your value you're risking your energy and for for what it's like this <clears throat> sometimes in order to build up somebody else. And it doesn't matter if, like you say, this isn't just romantic, it can be platonic, it can be familiar. Sometimes in order to build other people up, sometimes you have to give a little piece of yourself. So, and what that means is, in some sense, you have to show people, this is who I am. So you have to basically, in order for people to become comfortable with you, you have to give them at least some sort of friendship some sort of companionship. Mm -hmm. Companionship mm -hmm. offers peace. Yeah. That's why I said being that person's safe space, that's the ultimate. You know what right. I'm saying? When it comes to women embrace, you know, choosing a man as a safe space, for us, those who are emotional thinkers, or what's that my cousin used? They have a, a high sense of emotional intelligence. Okay, when you deal with an emotionally intelligent person, that person is going to be more willing to give you a part of themselves to help you, you know, add to where you may be lacking. In some cases, right. with women, most women's like I get into. I've been like really, really pressed on learning these these love languages so much so that like I'm sharing this shit with my friends and you know I'm kind of you know that's that's my thing right now is, is love language. Most women's love language just so happens to be uh, quality time, okay? It's usually the one thing that women want. You both said it. Y'all both say y'all clean. You wanna be skinned, okay? I hop out, you hop in, okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but although that's most women's primary, or oh, I'm sorry, not primary, it's their secondary, if you can tap into the primary, then you have that playbook of that woman. And you can go ahead and you now know how to maneuver into whatever it is you're trying to get out of this situation. I feel like a lot of men don't understand that. Now, some women, you can't touch them with a 10-foot pole. But then in other situations, once you've kind of figured that shit out, now it's your responsibility to tap in, you know, I had a homie who I was talking to recently and she was saying she didn't know how to figure things out with her man. And I said, well, why? And she said, because I don't know his love language. Well, have you asked him? Did y'all do the test? Well, yeah, we did the test. We did all of these things. Okay, so now it's your responsibility to act on it. What does act, that look like? What does that look like for him? Mm -hmm. What does that look like for you all? Because my thing is when I win, we win. So if that means like, for example, with me, my primary love language is words of affirmation, okay? Tell me I'm handsome. Tell me I'm, you know, tell me I look good. Tell me yeah. I'm doing a fine, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> tell me I'm doing a fine job. Tell me whatever right. the fuck is making you, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Express it verbally. Express it verbally. 
shit, I might not leave that night. I might have gotten fly to go kick it with the homies and we might be going out to kick it. I might fuck around and stay home, you know. But then you got some guys, you know, they're active service people, you know. And active service can be so simple as you cooking dinner. Hell, you don't even have to cook dinner. I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking of that scene from Martin. Damn it, baby. You ain't bring me nothing to you eat. Messed it up. Damn Gina. You ain't Whatever. We ain't getting in the market. You got to get real. it right. Listen, the point is, you know, a man, you can feed him. All we ask is two things. Be our peace and be our porn star. That's simple. There's some simplicity oh. to that. Okay. I, will, All right. I do want to say, though, like, kind of going back to one thing that Hold on, you real mentioned quick, as oh real yeah quick. and and that that piece of that's just me that's my playbook anyway go ahead asia asia got I, was, I was gonna say like one thing that you mentioned as far as like well there's two things so i think kim mentioned something and you mentioned something sam but one thing that you mentioned as far as like basically like men having to deal with women that have been hurt in the past and it's like you didn't hurt them so why but you have to deal with it you kind of have to sit there and deal with it but I feel like I have been a woman dealing with men in the same way and so I think that's why I like I agree with that as far Mm -hmm. as what you're saying like I'm not the one that hurt you like I'm not the one that devalued you but this also goes into my theory that we always talk about the self-esteem of a woman, but not the self-esteem of a man, but that's a different conversation. But, um, you know, like, I feel like I, in my experience dating, um, I can be like a dominant person in the relationship. So then you have like two dominant people or I'm, I like to say I'm submissive to the right person, you know, but, um, you know, like I just feel as though I've had to deal with that as well. So there are a lot of women that are dealing with that too. And it puts you in a weird position because then when you're with a man who is not bringing that trauma and now you're in the opposite role, right? Like now I'm the one who was dealing with, somebody that went through all of this craziness in the past and it didn't work out and I was their shoulder to cry on and now I need a shoulder to cry on and I'm looked at as like and I'm using myself as an example but I'm looked at as like too emotional because now I feel like I have that person to like who's my rock you know and so it's kind of a like an unfair trade-off almost when you are a woman who's dealing with like men like that. And I, I do agree that a lot of men deal with that with women, like, because there are a lot of women who do not trust men. I am one of them, uh, you know, and it's not for me, it's not me like bragging. I don't like that. I don't really trust men that well, but um, I'm growing. But, um, you know, um, and then there's another thing that Kim said that I cannot remember right now, but um, it'll come to me after we're done recording the podcast, trust <laughs> and believe. So, um, but yeah, you know, like I will say, I don't know. What do you think, Sam? So like for, you're saying like you want, you know, you want the person in your relationship to be the peace and the porn star, right? Like, just be my peace. I was just bullshit, but I mean, I'm serious. But, but I mean, it's serious. No, yeah. you know, like the way you said it might be like, oh, I'm bullshit, but it is a serious that. thing. Like, you know, and so, um, so do you feel as though when a woman might be complaining, like, this is just a scenario, like, the person that you're talking to typically is like peaceful, typically helps ground you, typically, you know, is your friend, you all have built a friendship, but now she's complaining about something. When do you, kind of what Kim was saying, like, okay, how many times am I gonna give you a chance? When do you finally say, okay, you know what? Normally it's cool, but now I can't keep giving you a chance. Like, when do you even say that? Because I feel like sometimes it's looked at as like, okay, well, you're complaining about something small 
and it's not that big of a deal, but women and men process things very different in my personal opinion. So like when do <laughs> y'all faces are killing me, but um, <laughs> when, when do you as a man say like, this is, this ain't gonna work, you know? And not even based off of like, oh, I'm dealing with her baggage and her trauma. And she's looking at me like somebody that she dated in the past, but like, okay, this is just, it's not enough because you're no longer my piece, I guess. When do you well, get I was gonna say, real quick, because those are kind of like two different scenarios. One, because because what I was talking about is like he was saying when you're trying to get somebody back, you know, they're at a level one and you're trying to get them to at least a five. And so you're right. constantly pouring in, pouring in, pouring in, pouring in. And it's constantly met with, I'm slapping this cup out your hand. Stop trying to pour into me or, you know, based that mm. type of resistance. And I think what you're saying is more so like eight times out of 10, I'm Gucci, I'm chill, I'm, I'm chilling, I'm, you know, but then that those, those other two times, I'm just like a raging, you know what? And yes. I'm just in. So I feel like those are two different things because the first one is like, that's a consistent type of thing. Mm. That is a consistent, you know what? This is where I want to stay. So no matter how much you try to pull me up out of this spot, no matter how much you pour into me and it drains you, I'm determined to stay in this spot. That's when I was saying how many chances. So mm -hmm. for you, it's like what you were just saying. It's like, you know, hey, even though it's not right, I may have had a jacked up day. And so now I'm sitting here, you know, what them post be. Let me tell you how they got me messed up at work type of thing. And it's just like, that's not the norm. So mm -hmm. before you answer, Sam, I just wanted to point out, like, I it was, it's kind of two different, two different scenarios. scenarios. I can couple it all into one. Because <laughs> it happened. Okay. Yeah. You know, like I said, I'm, you know, I'm always willing to give somebody a fair shake. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you all listen to this show, you know, I mentioned the mean girl. The one that was just always mad for no fucking reason. Mm -hmm. I make joke about it, but the thing is, you kind of you as people start to show you who they really are, you can kind of start seeing their scars start to show more because as their mm -hmm. spirit is crying, all of the makeup is coming off, and now you're really starting to see what's on the other side. Mm -hmm. You know. Girl was beautiful, you know what I'm saying? She was, you know, she had an amazing smile. You know, she was, you know, she was in the same things as I was into. She just had a really fucked up attitude. The primary reason she was like that is because she was one of those, she's one of those type of people where, you know, she had anger issues. Mm -hmm. So when people don't come through the way that they say they will, she'll just completely cut them off because, you know, they did her dirty this one time. So now, because I know that, I'm walking on eggshells because of that. I need to make sure that if I say I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it. But then here's where the complaining and all of that started to come in, that where it became too problematic. You know, I know you don't have the best relationship with your son's father, okay? I get that. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And that's another topic within itself in the dating scene. That's yes. why we got to do a part two with this at some point. Shit, we might do a part two this weekend. But anyway, Bring me back for that conversation. <laughs> I might have to because we're going to have to wrap this episode up shortly. But, yeah. you know, she was, you know, she has so much anger pent up against this man, you know, and it was almost like, shit, okay, I, I know he did some bogus shit, but but come on, love. We you you gotta you gotta find some way of moving past all of this because it ain't it shouldn't be this deep. Mm -hmm. We the last time we went out, it just felt awkward. You know, it was it just didn't it didn't feel right. You know what I'm saying? It just the vibe was just all bad. But she recent mm -hmm. and, and and not to not to mention, I ghosted her. I never called her back. I never texted her again. I never reached out. I didn't even reach out to say happy Thanksgiving. None of that shit. 
Damn, she she ain't even out. wishing happy holidays. Uh, <laughs> I'm scared. But she did airport, reach out. Airport Bay was uh, wishing happy holidays. Listen, I don't did worry. Wish- she was trash. It's, I'm just kidding. Don't worry. But she did reach out to me about a month or so ago to apologize and to let me know that, you know, at that time, it was just a really, really bad time in her life. And I think ultimately we have to remember time is everything. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of when did I catch you? Or rather, when did you catch me? Right after I got out of my first, out of, right after I got got out of my four year relationship, you know, which is full full of a bunch of turmoil. I dated a girl for about three or four months, and it was cool in the beginning it, because it was something new. But then over a course of time, it was just like, what am I here for? You know, and I kind of I kind of say to myself, she was the right one at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. because sometimes you're you know sometimes you're not ready for what they have and now I'm in that kind of space to where now I feel like I'm somebody's right person at the wrong time right right you know what I'm saying because yeah. all of the things that I'm doing listen I'm and I hope everybody feels this way because I damn sure feel this way about myself I know I'm the best option for whoever I'm you know whoever I think I deserve to be with but it's that person I think I deserve to be with that feels the same way about me. You know, we can sit here and we can talk every day, but at the end of the day, where are you trying to be? Are you trying to be with me? Or are you trying to be out somewhere else? You don't want to be anywhere. I need to know something. You know, just let me know where I stand because whenever you're courting somebody, which hopefully eventually leads to dating, you want that, that result to be, I hooked up with this person. This is my significant other. That's your affirmation right there. You know, that's letting you know that, you know what? All of this work I'm putting in is for not, it wasn't for nothing. It wasn't all in vain, you know? And so maybe that's why, you know, in certain situations I stayed too long because I wanted mm-hmm. to make sure that the work that I was putting in to help this other person start to restore some, you know, help them realize who, you know, that they're better than what they were just in. I'm just hoping that I get that and you don't give it to somebody else. And I think that's where the ultimate fear comes in and because I'm giving you all this energy just so you can go ahead and take what I've given you so you can pass it on to the next person. And so yeah. I don't want to cut this conversation short because I feel like we need to continue this conversation again. And I think that's what we're going to do. And I won't drop the ball. I think I'll add it. I'll find out between now and the next show, I promise. But, okay. but uh, real quick, I don't really have any shout outs right now. Actually, I do. Um, I want to send a shout out to my sister. Um, we had a little odd weekend. Um, she just had a baby a week. She's got a week old baby and we had Congratulations. some. Thank you. Thank you. We had um, a little bit of a health scare for a moment, but um, mm. everything is all good. Thank God. Um, so yeah, I want to send a shout out to my sister and letting her know, her and her fiance know that, hey, Uncle Sam is definitely, uh, here and making sure that if y'all need anything for them children, Uncle Sam got them. Um, Uncle Sam. <laughs> listen, I got, I'm a great, great uncle and I got seven godchildren. Maybe I'm, look, I think times are changing. Like everybody trying to change gender roles. I think I'm about to be the man in the shoe. Shit, the way the world going, all these damn kids, and they ain't even mine. Yeah, I gotta so go weak. home. <laughs> but anyway, no, I just want to say, got to go home. They go gotta go home. home. I don't do that crying yeah. shit. But anyway, um, yeah, so like I said, I just want to send a shout out to my sister and send a shout out to um, her fiance, letting them know that uh, Uncle Sam is definitely thinking about my little, uh, my little Black Friday baby. Shout out to um, Anila. Kim, you got anything? Kim, she don't have nothing. Uh, Asia, we want to shout you out. Thank you for coming on the show and being a part of our journey. Um, We're going to do a part two because we need to tap into dating people with kids because that shit crazy. Uh, It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, We love you, Kim, though, but it's crazy. (laughs) Real quick, Asia. you know what? I'll wait to the next episode because we have to um, 
you mentioned your podcast and your astrological stuff. Um, (laughs) I know. And that's why I said we'll wait until the next time because, you know, I'm on your ass about it anyway. Um, So, yeah. Can I still do a shameless plug for it? Absolutely. Please do. Maybe by next time I'll have it together. (laughs) But yes, so um, shameless, super shameless plug. I do have my own podcast. It is called The Vibe Box, um, where we, as millennials and older Gen Z people, so literally like the first year of being a Gen Z, because I'm not talking to the little TikTok kids, but um, essentially we interpret a vibe. So we'll help you navigate a vibe like creepy vibes warm vibes cool vibes but then also you know we'll just give you an example of how we've like navigated day-to-day situations um with like a little sprinkle of astrology because I clearly (laughs) because I love astrology so yeah um it's coming soon I've recorded a few episodes they just got to drop so where can we find on social media where can we find you yes um so you can follow us right now on instagram at the vibe dot box okay um if you would like to hear an episode stay tuned we will be letting you all know um when the episodes are going to be dropping on our instagram page so just keep your eyes peeled um, and yeah, you know, you never know. You might hear your favorite host and hostess of the Beard and White Toes on the Vibe Box because there's a lot of vibes and <laughs> don't invite me over for a good time. <laughs> so yes, we're gonna have we listen. We always have a good time on the Vibe Box, and um, so yeah, let's we're gonna stay connected, and I'm excited for part two. Girl, you ain't going nowhere. Of course, it'll be. Uh, we we connected for life, but that's another literally, you know, literally. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm so hey, you know it's something special about us. That's that titanium. <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> this is cool, but I gotta go. <laughs> no, I, gotta, I know. I got shit to do. But anyway. Thank you so much, Asia, for being a part of the show. We will definitely be recording a part two because I feel like we still got some more shit to say because this is important because there's a lot of us single folks out here and there's a lot of people out here that's single and don't want to be in relationships. I think we need to talk about those folks too. It's definitely Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't want, they like being by themselves and they're okay with that. Yeah, and I think some there's something underlying shit with that, but we're talking about that next time. Mm. So um, to all of our listeners, you already know the move. Hey, if y'all fucking with what we had to say, hey, hopefully y'all can apply some of it. If you can't and you think this was some bullshit, well, guess what? We probably wasn't talking about your lonely ass anyway. Or you probably <laughs> in a miserable ass relationship. And that ain't got shit to do with us because that wasn't what this, this conversation At was about. All. So Damn, you have to go. <laughs> I do have to go. And um, so anyway, uh, to all our listeners, thank you all. Shout out to you all for listening to us every week. Uh, We definitely appreciate it. And so, you know, as I sign off, you know how it goes, wherever you are in the world. You forgot something. If you got an issue. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, if you got an issue with anything any of us had to say, give us a call or shoot us a text. You know the rules. If you do have our number, definitely give us a call. And if you don't have our number, well, we don't care because if we care, we would have our number. <laughs> and social media don't count because I don't even follow half y'all anyway. Some of y'all are scammers. Anyway, wherever you are in the world, thank you so much for listening. Have a good day. Have a good night. Goodbye. Be safe, y'all. Bye-bye.